Hello and welcome to Almost Focused. I'm Matt. I'm drunk. I mean Nathaniel. <laughs> uh, already drinking, Nathaniel. Already, yeah, because this isn't uh, an hour and a half into us podcasting already. <laughs> well, we have a special podcast for you guys tonight. Um, we have been drinking hard liquor instead of beer. Indeed. Oh wait, I mean we're talking about Fallout. <laughs> that's why that's, it's special. That's what you were talking. That's what about. I meant. Yeah, we're we're doing a Fallout cast. Uh, the the Fallout Four has just been announced well i I guess announced yeah yeah we we've we don't have a delivery date but we've both pre-ordered our tickets for the hype train oh dude i i didn't even have to buy i just i just was in it like as soon as i saw the website i was just like oh my god oh my god (laughs) i'm so ready my mind is telling me yes and my body (laughs) is also telling me yes (laughs) so uh we've been marathoning fallout for the past couple of weeks now Uh, i guess week or so a week yeah. I mean, whenever the website thing happened, why is my cat eating all the cables what? all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, Hecatee. Naughty cat. He hasn't been doing that all day. <laughs> come here. Come here. Um, so uh, you are much more of a Fallout veteran than I am. Yes, you, I have played done a one, lot more two, uh, New Vegas, Fallout 3, uh, the Fallout Tactics. The you know I've played a lot of them. Yeah. I've, I think there's one or two I haven't touched, but... I've only played Fallout Three. Yeah, which is a great game. I it is good. Yeah, I I enjoy it immensely. There's there's some funny, really funny moments from it, and it's I think six years old now, seven years old. It's an old game. So one of the things when I think about Fallout is like a lot of games took a lot of stuff from Fallout in particular. Yeah, uh, and you you can just see in the way a lot of games are doing like mixed open world RPG stuff in now. That I think Fallout in particular had a lot of, of sway on. Well, so let's talk about fa- what Fallout is for a minute. Um, it's set post-nuclear war. Yeah, so the f- entire Fallout series is, the premise is... It's an alternate history of the U.S.? Basically, in the 1950s, that culture, um, technology somehow, and I forget exactly what, but there's some aliens and shit. Um, <laughs> advances a little bit. Uh, a lot. Yeah. But the culture is still the 50s culture. And I forget exactly when it happens, but eventually it nukes itself to oblivion. And yeah. everybody goes into these vaults, fallout shelters. Right. But they're these, uh, an entire industry had grown up around very complicated vault systems right. for people to survive in to try and uh, keep humanity alive through a nuclear uh, event. Right, so you you as a player emerge from a vault. That's usually the the story, right? Yeah, and uh, it, New Vegas, at least uh, as far as I've played it, you're not a vault dweller. That might change. It, you might turn out to be one, but so far there hasn't been any indication. But it's basically of that. about exploring the overworld after, like, yeah, you know, what is it, five to twenty years after the it's nuclear not too holocaust? Long. Not too long. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you you see. All kinds of 
mutated creatures who are incredibly violent. You meet raiders. You meet these uh, super mutants who are like well, really and, tall humans. And also just towns full of people scraping by in a nuclear wasteland. Right, right. Um, you know, communities struggling for clean water, uh, suffering from bandit attacks or, you know, animals dying from radiation poisoning. Right. All, all of these kinds of problems. Uh, giant mutant rats take over an entire section of one town in the, uh, in I think Fallout Two. Um, so th- they're also, uh, I think, a quintessential example. At least Fallout One and Two of the sort of archetypical um, computer role playing game. Yeah. Uh, these these it's very turn based tactical combat. Um, traditionally, the the new ones, Fallout Three and New Vegas, have not uh, kept that. Well, well, we were talking about that the other day, where in Fallout Three, it's more of a uh, I would almost liken it to Skyrim, where you're uh, it's it's first person, but it's not really a first person game in the in the way that like a Call of Duty is. Yeah, it's a first person perspective. It's not a it, it's a it's, it's a, not made to be a shooter. It doesn't have the things that a shooter has. Um, it has guns and right. they shoot things. Right, but but like console shooters have things like um, you, a little bit of give when you turn, and there's sticky radicals. There's all kinds of like engineering they've done to make that experience good. Yeah, Fallout's just like no, this is just a thing. But it has this system called Vats, mm-hmm. which it got from the first two games, which is when you attack someone. You pick where you're going to attack them. Yeah, you basically pause time or slow it down substantially and uh, can like do headshots or arm shots or leg shots or whatever. And so this is a – there's some people who hate this. There's some people – I love it. It's, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's the mechanic that differentiates the Fallout series from a lot of other series. Yeah. And I think it's consistently been executed there extremely well. Yeah. I, I mean like if you – there's some great things. Like, if a guy's coming at you with a two-handed sledgehammer, you can take out one of his arms. You can shoot the sledgehammer itself out of his hands. Right. Um, um, that That's the thing. So, the Fallout series is, I think, pretty well known for sort of three basic things. The first is uh, very complex and interlocked plots. Um, the second is the uh, sort of cultural or... Uh, style of the game where everything like is this 50s, and... 50s music you know wanda jackson is playing it reminded me a lot of i mean i hadn't played as a lot of fallout 3 in a while it reminded uh-huh. me a lot of bioshock or bioshock reminds me of fallout 3 yeah i don't know what order they came out in but, but they i mean they have a they have a, obviously a similar aesthetic you're exploring a little ruins dystopian and, too you know yeah and the 50s ish yeah yeah uh and uh, although fallout one and two precede bioshock by well, a long time for a long time um they kind of i think established the the general nuclear disaster game setting to a large extent right, right. um i got a little off topic i got distracted i had a point um i forget what we were talking about too these sirens going by but uh the oh the third so they're known for that that setting right they're known for the deep interlocking plots yeah and they're known for vats i mean i really think vats is a like underlying value of the game for sure um Uh, but and it makes i mean it makes one thing we talked about is instead of it being a turn-based game you have these action points which is how much basically how much vats you can use 
and it makes it so that the the combat is a lot more tactical. Yeah, it slows everything down. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the things we talked about, you know, and and you mentioned a Forbes article. I think you were saying some people don't like it. There was a guy on Forbes who was like, "They should get rid of vats." And I was, I'm pretty sure he was trolling. Like, I think he knew that this was just a trolly thing to do. To bring more people to the Forbes site. Yeah, but, you know, I'd say my issue with that that premise is that it's a... The Fallout games have never been about you as a player being good at any specific mechanical thing. You're not... It's not a game about you being mechanically skilled at, at shooters. Right. Or you being mechanically skilled at platformers. It's always been a series that's about you taking your time to explore environments, talk to people, and kill shit. Yeah. You know, and VATS is the system that has um, allowed it to do that, to stay with that lineage moving away from the second and third game. Yeah. You know, I really think they did a brilliant translation of it in uh, in the in the Fallout 3 system. Right, right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about... So we talked about the settings of Fallout are... are um u.s post-apocalypse yeah the first couple are in in california uh you know i don't remember off the top of my head i think so yeah fallout threes is is the dc area yeah and new vegas is obviously las vegas right um so i had first time i played fallout or i've been playing fallout in north carolina and denver this is the first time i've been playing it since i moved to dc and it the game has a lot more impact. The setting has a lot more impact when you're like looking at a map, and it's where you live yeah. on the map. You're like, oh, I work right there. Y- yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you like you walk past. It's like you walk out of the vault, and it's the same view of the National Mall that I have from my house. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and and like you, it's that sort of thing makes the game experience so much more uh, poignant. Yeah. Just just like whoa. Yeah. This is a real space. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's part of the the draw of it is it's set in a you know it's a world not unlike our own. It's still very possible that we end up nuking ourselves into oblivion. There there are some things about it though that you know I know it's a video game and I need to suspend disbelief. Like the ghouls, like they're these these people who have severe radiation poisoning so that their skin is falling off. They're also immortal because of it, for one thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, they can be killed, but in terms of they just live, or at least functionally so far in the setting. Hmm. They can live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Well, I didn't know that, but... Fun piece of lore. uh, You know, there's some some things you need to suspend disbelief on, especially the way radiation works in the game. It's a lot more silly than real life. Oh, yeah. Well, that's part of the... So... That humor that I guess I said setting culture. I, I yeah, meant yeah. that that humorous bent that they have because it does have a very dark humor. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's little stuff. Uh, the one thing you were pointing out the other day about people's living conditions. Well, that's, I think, a gripe. I'm not sure that's part of the core humor. No, no. I it. was going to say that I, what I was getting to was that there are some things I had issue with, like my gripes, relatively small compared to how great the game is but uh, i see you would mention the the thing about where people live yeah being just a absolute pigsty and yeah like i you know uh, oh okay so th- a little bit more about the the environments right they're all very um burnt yeah burnt is the right word and, disheveled and a mess and everything's broken and you'll go into a place where somebody lives 
and like their oven will be char black and broken outwards and it's like somebody who moves in and that oven's there is gonna take that oven out yeah and it's like <laughs> characters who have lived in these places for 10 years or yeah something. Like, yeah they would make their space nice while we were talking about this i found the ghoul city uh-huh. which is immaculate like yeah. it has marble floors and electric lighting and all everything on all the shelves is neatly placed and it's it's really beautiful everyone's dressed up and it's this beautiful place and like the zombie city underground yeah and you're just like huh okay all right. um but that that's good i i don't know if we mentioned it or not yet but follow three is incredibly buggy yeah i'm i think you must have failed to get some patches because i did not get all of the patches yeah you should have done that but but to be fair so there's there's a couple of bugs in in Fallout 3, if you if you go download it right now and you're running Windows 7, if you have t- two screens, it will not launch. It will not launch. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then if you once you get it launching, then there's like several points in the beginning of the game where the game will just hang. Um, so I did end up getting the patches for that, like a patch mod or something. Uh huh. But it was kind of ridiculous. Where I'm be like, I'm gonna fight that guy this time and. Like, I get halfway through the fight, and the game would just be hanging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so that, that brings up a couple of things. I mean, um, Bethesda, who is the publisher of Fallout. They also make all the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is rather renowned for bugginess in their releases. Yep. Um, and Fallout is no exception to this. However, we should point out that the earlier Fallouts, 1 and 2, were done by, I think, obsidian or black isle and black isle reformed to be obsidian something along those lines interesting um i forget the exact lineage but uh whoever made new vegas is the team that built or at least a large chunk of the team that built the first two um so let's talk a little bit about differences between three and and new vegas because you're playing three yeah and so i don't know anything about new vegas yeah um i so i don't in in three, the differences I do know. In three, you start out in the in the vault. You're bored in the in the vault. Yeah, and you you make your character by basically growing up in this bunker, and then you wake up one day and your dad has escaped. It's a bunker. No one's allowed to leave or enter, but your dad has escaped and everyone is looking for you and you need to escape, and you have to go find your dad, who's Liam Neeson, which is awesome. I was like. My father sounds very like soothing and and strong in this game. I look it up. I'm like, oh, it's Liam Neeson. That ah, makes a lot of there sense. There we go. He's he's the guy from Taken. Um, so you know, maybe not the best father since he lets his kids get taken all the time. Yeah, come on, um, dude. But <laughs> that joke completely original. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so I know the the plot that way. You you bring you come up in the vault, and you had said that. It's not that way in in New Vegas. No, in New Vegas, you are uh, shot in the head whilst carrying a poker chip of some description. This is no spoiler. It's the opening sequence of the game. <laughs> um, and uh, you proceed to wander through the Mojave Desert to Las Vegas trying to find the man who has shot you and stolen your fucking pretty poker chip. Um, and... I'd say the biggest difference between the two games is that Bethesda created a much more interesting space. Um, 
I think the the quest lines in New Vegas are generally a little more complicated mm. and like more more traditional RPG ish to some extent. Yeah. Whereas Bethesda's are a little bit flatter just in terms of like depth. Yeah. It, the quests are great though. I mean, I, I was, we were, we were playing it last night and I found, I just stumbled into this random quest where I had to hunt for the declaration of independence. It was being guarded by robots and the robot inside thought he, that he was the actual second signer of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and I managed to convince him that I was Thomas Jefferson, come to get the Declaration of Independence to bring it back to our new president. He's like, oh, sir, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> and, and it was like the most amazing sequence in a video game I've seen in a while. It was just like, this is, he's, a, he's like this robot that has a little powdered wig on. Uh-huh. And he's just like... Oh, and we must defend our freedom, as you do know from the king. <laughs> it's so so again. That's that humor that Fallout's really known for, right? Even in this dark, grim thing. Yeah, and you and you go to this room, and it explains why this guy think he he's who he thinks he is, and it kind of like brings it back down to grimness. Like it has this peak of absurdity and humor, but then afterwards, like brings you back down to like. Things are still fucked up. Yeah, don't don't yeah. get too. Well, there's a, a city of children in uh, Fallout Three. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't gotten to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't talk about it too much. I'm trying to avoid spoiling it. There's some great. There's Fox, the companion that you'll get. Yeah, you mentioned. He's him. he's really cool. There's some great stuff. Um, but that's the thing. I think they in Fallout Three managed to make sort of a more entertaining environment that stuff happens in. Mm. The the New Vegas plot lines are much again, they're they're like a more complicated that's sort of you meet a dude, he's like, let's go get this, you meet this robot, you leave. You know, that's sort of a it's right, right. it's fundamentally a fetch quest dressed up very nicely. Right. I the, did skip about half the quest though by by overpassing certain things. It's still a bunch of fetch quests, yeah. right? Yeah. The New Vegas quest, I mean, they're still, I guess, technically a big long fetch quest, but they managed to make it so that you you know, in doing quests you really you'll meet a lot of different I don't know, they're just more complicated somehow. I'm not exactly sure how to describe it. But definitely something I noticed. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out. We'll see we'll see what I'm playing the next the next few weeks if it's still going to be fallout i I try not to get too hyped up for these games because it's not going to be out for a while no i'm I'm hearing people claim that they think it'll be in this year but who knows yeah almost certainly not i mean if they we didn't see any we just saw um um what was it a trailer like a cinematic trailer like that's not a game that's coming out this year. If it was coming out this year, they'd have some gameplay stuff. Well, it's they're going to show all that at E3. Oh, right, E3. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Is This was like a pre-E3 tease to get everybody fucking erect. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about uh, mentally. You, did you have to change your pants after you watched this video? I'm just in my pants. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little bit, you know. Uh, what, what do you want? It's it's, uh, it's a game series I've been playing since I was ten, dude. I played it for the first time when I was a little ten-year-old tyke. Yeah, you're much better at those CP- CPGs, RPGs. I've been playing them a long time. <laughs> you can say them too. I can't. Too many C's and CRPG. E's. Too many E sounds. C CRPG PG PGR. 
All right. Well, on that note. We've gotten to the point where it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. What are you going to be playing this week? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'll, I'll almost certainly will be playing some Project Gorgon. I haven't been on it in a little bit. Yeah. And um, I'm starting to get a reputation in that game for running around as a deer. Uh, I don't know what that's about. Uh, every <laughs> time you get on there, you're always running around as a deer. <laughs> it's, this is this is lies and slander. If you play Project Gorgon, if you play Project Gorgon, you You'll might see, see a dude running around as a deer with a panther and two other deer. And if you see that, just know Matt's watching you. <laughs> Matt's trying to interrupt your your clicking on things by running around. <laughs> <laughs> Stop clicking and click on Matt. Follow um, him. He'll lead you to treasure. Then I have a bunch of games that I've lined up to play to prep for other episodes. I'm going to play Darksiders. Uh, I might be getting Chroma Squad. There's a new Ooh, Humble Bundle. Uh, Chroma Squad looks really good. Yeah, I'll let you know how that is. I actually really want to play it, so you should bring it over. It's a Steam game. Oh, okay. wait. Dude, we're Steam family. Oh, yeah. We got gay married on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you can play Darksiders now. Yeah, and you can play, I don't know, whatever I have that you don't have. <laughs> we have to, like, we have to do some shit, but I we, think... We need, yeah. That's I a think good, we can... That's a good point. Uh, harvest the fruits of our... <laughs> our justice of the piecing anyway <laughs> on that note what will i be playing that's what an interesting question matt i will be playing uh nothing because i'm going to europe for two weeks that's, that's right yeah, i'm taking a vacation you're not gonna play any video games uh i'm debating bringing the ds do you uh, have the the proper plugs for no you need to get those i know <laughs> i'm aware it's i've got to get some shorts i gotta i get I got things I need to get. To this I got to do it on Friday or Saturday. I don't know. I'll um, figure that out. But uh, I've been debating bringing the 3DS. And I usually to... don't miss it for the two weeks. But... Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, other than the plane rides, there's not really a time I would want it because I kind of just want to be like enjoying Europe, <laughs> you know, since we're going there and it's costing a fucking testicle. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's not the currency for plane tickets well you, you can take more than you can take more than two flights there's in a your conversion. life oh, okay there's like a dollar i don't know how many dollars a testicle is worth but <laughs> i did take a boat back because i didn't want to lose both on the same trip <laughs> uh well i woke up with I, it actually only cost me like 150 bucks but i woke up without one it's, <laughs> it's just oh uh, that must have been what happened. i just assumed that was like the, when when they age scotch and there's an angel share you know <laughs> it just evaporates i just assumed they go to europe and one falls off anyway all right well thanks for listening everyone <laughs> that was a detour and i liked it and uh good morning good good afternoon good day <laughs> good day sir <laughs> <laughs>